This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro, and here are some of GovInfoSecurity.com's top stories for the week ending November 26, as well as the month of November 2010. The Navy turned to a former Army intelligence officer with cyber experience to be its new chief information officer. He's Terry Halverson, and he most recently served as deputy commander of the Navy's cyber forces. Halverson began his new assignment on Monday. He replaces Rob Carey, who became Defense Department's deputy CIO last month. The Secret Service announced it arrested Lin Mun Poo of Malaysia for hacking into the Cleveland Federal Reserve Bank and several other computer systems, including one of a defense contractor. Authorities say among Poo's booty, more than 400,000 stolen credit and debit card numbers. One of the more significant happenings in November regarding government IT security was the midterm elections, with the Republicans regaining control of the House of Representatives. That means California Representative Darrell Issa will become chairman of the Committee on Oversight and Government Reform, the panel with significant sway over federal cybersecurity legislation and policy. The last Republican to chair the committee, former Virginia Congressman Tom Davis, praises Issa as ex-obvious attorney. As you know, he started a car alarm company, built it into a powerhouse. He still sits on the board. Darrell is a technology whiz, not just in rhetoric, but in its actual applications. He has more patents than any member of Congress. I think he's the owner of like 35, 38 patents. He understands the cyber equation very well. You want somebody like that sitting in that kind of position. I'll be back with more after this. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? If so, the solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. With an ever-expanding syllabus designed for risk management, information security, compliance, and technology officers within the government space, you'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. And now from our blogs. Imagine brakes failing on scores of cars simultaneously, causing catastrophic crashes throughout the country. As cars become more computerized and linked through networks, couldn't terrorists virtually target automobiles as they've done with jetliners and buildings, but instead use technology rather than individuals to begin the chain of events leading to disaster? The thought of such attacks never entered my mind until I spoke with Bob Brammer. He is the Chief Technology Officer at Integrator Northrop Grumman Information Systems. Brammer points out that most cars contain as many as 100 tiny computers that control most of their components, all accessed through a diagnostic port. It is possible to take over a car, controlling the brakes, accelerator, the steering wheel, uh, despite whatever the driver might want to do. Modern automobiles are highly vulnerable from a uh, cybersecurity viewpoint. Brammer, for now, sees the threats to cars as more theoretical than practical. But he says it demonstrates that we must think about cybersecurity more broadly than we have in the past. As the trend is to put more information technology into everything that we do, whether it's cars, airplanes, power grids, water supplies, whatever, that we have to think about the security aspects of the design. These systems, within reason, have to be able to withstand certain types of attempts to attack or exploit them. That's a terrible thing to have to say, but I think that's the way the world is these days. 
To read the entire blog, go to govinfosecurity.com search engine and keyword Hackers Future Target Automobiles. And to listen to the entire interview with Robert Brammer, keyword Facing Trade-Offs to Secure IT Systems. That's it for this week. Thanks for taking time out from your Thanksgiving holiday to spend time with us. I'm Eric Chabra of govinfosecurity.com. Enjoy the remainder of the weekend and the week ahead. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.GovInfoSecurity.com.